Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Roadmap from Auto Finance News since 1996, the nation's leading newsletter on automotive lending and leasing. It's Monday, December 5th, and I'm Joey Pizzolatto, joined by Amanda Harris and Riley Wolfbauer. This is our weekly wrap on what happened in auto finance for the week ending December 2nd, 2022. In general economic news, Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell cemented the expectations that the Fed will slow its pace of interest rate increases next month, but he stressed that rates will keep rising in 2023 to fight against inflation. The Fed is expected to raise rates by 50 basis points when they meet next week, following four straight 75 basis point hikes. The Federal Reserve also released its November edition of its Beige Book, offering a regionalized view of automotive manufacturing and sales trends. The Federal Reserve Banks of Chicago, Cleveland, Dallas, Richmond, and Minneapolis, which cover 20 states, reported slowing car sales driven by higher vehicle prices and rising interest rates, combined with still tight inventory. The New York Fed also reported, quote, unquote, sluggish used car sales and a dip in consumer confidence. In Power Sports, Canadian manufacturer BRP released their fiscal year 2023 third quarter earnings last week. BRP's earnings came in ahead of the company's expectations as its retail performance was the strongest it has ever had in the third quarter. North American Power Sports retail sales increased 43% year over year for the quarter, driven by an increase in personal watercraft and side-by-side -side unit sales. With the increase in sales, BRP gained more than two percentage points of Power Sports market share in the North in North America, excuse me, and increased its global market share to more than 30%, according to the OEM. In automotive news, vehicle subscription platform Finn expanded its services to New York and Rhode Island following a U.S.-based launch earlier this year. The company launched in Ger Germany in 2019 and allows customers to visit its website or app and choose a vehicle from various brands and models to rent on a subscription basis for either 6 or 12 months. Subscriptions through Finn start at $5.49 a month. In auto finance, Carvana's financing volume dropped year-over-year year in October, marking the sixth straight month of year-over-year year volume declines. Financing volume at Carvana fell 24.3% year-over-year to 16,604 contracts, marking its lowest volume since March 2021. The decline in October comes on the heels of an 11.2% year-over-year drop in September. The auto finance news team announced last week that Fabian Thierry, Fabian Thierry, excuse me, head of consumer and small business vehicle lending product at Bank of America, was selected as the auto finance executive of the year. Over the last two and a half years, Thierry has been tasked with creating the bank's consumer and small business facing auto credit products and spearheading electric vehicle initiatives. He was also instrumental in securing the lender's private label financing deal with Lucid Motors in July. In addition, Jeff Butler, president of auto finance, auto nation finance, and Jim Vagan, chief executive of United Auto Credit Corp, were selected as 2023 executives to watch. You can read more on the executive of the year and the executive to watch in our December issue of the magazine, so be sure to check that out. Last week, Amanda covered incentives and new vehicle sales forecasts for November. Amanda, what's going on there? Sure. So I'll preface this by saying incentives by no means are just making a glorious comeback <laughs> or anything like that, but 
Um, they did tick up a little bit in November, so a little bit exciting. There were some deals for the holidays um, coming out through early January, so you can you know check them out. There's a couple of them out there. Um, so we are seeing some incentive spend. So based on TrueCar's forecast, which came out last week, incentive spend did go up 1.1% month over month. It's still down about 43% year over year, um, and that's just over $1,000 on average uh, for that incentive spend. Um, as a percent of the average transaction price. They are projected to be about 2.4% for the month, which is flat compared with October, but down again, still 45.2% year over year. So they're still historically low. We're not seeing a lot of momentum. There's nothing really pushing people to offer a lot of incentives right now. Supply still fairly tight. Uh, vehicle sales are performing still pretty well. Demand is still really strong. Um, so there's nothing really pushing manufacturers to offer a lot of incentives. But with the holiday season coming up, there was a little bit of an uptick and some specific deals with most of them you know, expiring in early January um, for this particular wave coming out. So that's kind of what's driving it. I think it's just the holiday season. People are trying to move some inventory. Inventory is coming up a little bit. Um, and they, we do expect new car in inventory to reach about 1.6 million units in November, which is up, up a little bit from 1.5 million in October and definitely up from 971,000 units in November 2021. So inventory is coming back up. So that is prompting some manufacturers to offer incentives. It's kind of based on the brand too. It depends on what their particular inventory looks like. So there's a little bit of a mix depending on, you know, what their actual supply looks like on their dealer lots. Um, so there's really still a mix there, but overall it did go up a tiny bit, um, you know, just to drive some of those sales. And then to touch a little bit briefly on new vehicle sales, those are also expected to pick up on a year over year basis in November, um, despite slowing down some over like the holiday sales season leading into November and early December. So the SAR is projected to finish around 14.3 million units in November, which is up from 13.1 million a year ago, um, but still down from October's, which is about 14.9 million. And that's according to Cox Automotive. Um, similar forecast calling for the same thing. So around 14 million is kind of the what everyone's kind of projecting for November. So those are coming back a little bit. Again, supply still kind of mixed. It really depends on you know manufacturers and brands, but it is coming back a little bit. Days supply overall did go up a little bit um, to 49 days in October, which is up six days sequentially and up 70% year over year. We kind of touched on that in the past, um, but that was the highest level since May 2021. So as supply comes back, obviously that might trigger more incentives because they're looking to move um, you know, some of those cars off of their dealer lots. So that's kind of what's going on in the sales and incentives world. We'll have to kind of see how it all plays out. Yeah, you know, it'll be interesting to see how um, dealer markup, or not dealer markup, but the, the, the fees that they're putting on new cars changes when incentive and inventory continues to build. I was just talking to a friend of mine last night who's shopping uh, for uh, SUV in the Seattle metro area, and he said um, for one of their larger SUVs, they were still marking it up like $10,000. Um, so that'll be interesting. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> we also uh, will have a story later today on delinquency numbers, but on that note, Riley, you had some coverage on the repossession industry um, and some lenders offering uh, extra incentives to um, repo agencies to prioritize their assets. So what's going on there? 
Yeah, so Exeter, Santander Consumer USA, and Wells Fargo um, have all been offering incentives for repossession agencies to prioritize their vehicles because it's been increasingly difficult right now for um, these lenders to get their asset recovered once um, consumers go delinquent because there's been such a shortage on repossession agencies. Um, we reported a couple weeks ago that repossession that there are 30% less repossession agencies within the last year due to high operating costs. So repossession agencies are squeezed and there aren't as many people picking up vehicles. So these lenders are trying to, I guess, sweeten up the deal to get their uh, vehicles picked up. So Wells Fargo is offering a $500 vehicle incentive, and that $500 goes to the repossession agency, and it's spread between like um, the cost to go pick up the vehicle to the agent itself, the one who is picking up the vehicle, and then just the agency as a whole. Um, Wells Fargo is offering that through January 31st. Originally, their offer was supposed to end November 15th but they saw an increase in recoveries, so they decided to extend that. Um, Exeter and Santander Consumer are no longer offering their incentive program. Um, they Their program ended in mid-November, somewhere around there, and their offer was less than Wells Fargo. Exeter and Santander were offering between $60 to $100. So, the typical range that a lender pays for the repossession of a vehicle is anywhere between $275 to $350. So Wells Fargo's $500 is more than doubling that. So what, probably like 150% increase, just some, somewhere around there. So I spoke with Vaughn Clemens, who is the president of Automobile Recovery Bureau, and he said that an incentive like this prior to now had been unheard of, but it's really just been in an effort to increase the pickup of their vehicles. And Vaughn's located in the Houston area, and he said at his agency alone, Wells Fargo has seen a 25% increase in their vehicles getting recovered. So it'll be interesting to see, I think, if they extend it past the January 31st deadline, and then also to see if, like, as we see delinquencies start to rise going forward, if other lenders will join, I guess, this movement, uh, and not a movement since only a couple have done it, but if other lenders join this incentive idea in getting their vehicles picked up. Right, absolutely. Um, well, we'll stay on top of that for sure. Um, and that does it for today's episode. Thanks for joining us on the roadmap um, and be sure to follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn, and we will see you online at autofinancenews.net and here next time.